Alright y'all, get ready for another edition of News and Trends with your host, Dave and Lynn. Welcome, welcome, welcome to News and Trends with Dave and Lynn. I am one of your hosts, Mr. David Coker, proprietor of Dave Mark Inc., um, promoter, uh, event planner, um, music management, marketing specialist, media specialist, uh, all-around good guy and friend and mentor to my partner, Mr. Leonard Young. Um, <clears throat> You know, I get choked up when I when I say that part because it just feels so special to be able to watch this young man grow and to reach his his full potential. You know, I've done so much work with him, and I just want to let everyone know how proud I am. Hey, Leonard, how are you, sir? Dave, everything is good. So if anyone can help me reach my <laughs> next level full potential, hit us up, LeonardYoung1976 at gmail.com because... <laughs> I'm I'm ready to go to the next level. I've been stagging on this level for so long, ready. But uh, welcome everybody. This is Leonard Young, CEO of National Black Guy, DelawareBlack.com, Black Media Specialist, and a uh, friend to Dave here on this show, News and Trends. How goes it, Dave? I'm good, man. I'm good. I mean, you know, you could have, you you know, you can go ahead and and let them know how how important I am in your development. Um, I'm good, man. I, I can't complain. I'm, I'm I'm good. It's uh happy um Labor Day to yeah. all those today. Um, well, Labor Day weekend, I should say. Uh, we just went through Labor Day, but I guess some of us still um experiencing Labor Day hangover from yesterday. Did you barbecue yesterday and everything? No. Um, one uh some of Yolanda's family came up and her brother actually did some cooking so uh, you know i uh, did what i like to do is relax and eat what, what about you um no well actually on actual labor day uh yesterday no i didn't i didn't do anything but um over the weekend um over the weekend a friend of mine had a barbecue and i went um down to lum's pond to um their family's barbecue and it was you know um I worked part of the day and then went down there. It was a nice day. That was a perfect day for barbecuing, by the way. It was oh, nice yeah. out. No, the, the, the weekend was great. Yeah, it was I nice mean, out. No rain, nice. the sun. Um, yeah. I will say Monday started getting a little a little hotter. But, um, you know, overall, it was a great weekend. Well, it's supposed to be hot pretty much. It's supposed to be a hot week period. It's supposed yeah. to be pretty hot. So, um, um, but, you know, you know, we... You know, when we get to Labor Day, man, that just tells you how how the summer's over. Yeah. Everything, you know, quick fast. The time is just flying, man. You know, we'll be talking about um, we'll be talking about Thanksgiving and Christmas pretty soon. You know, and it, you know, and of course our big anniversary because we got our anniversary coming up in over a, a little over a month or so. You know, yeah. so so um, you know, it just tells you how fast things are going, but. Here we are. We we made it to another Labor Day, and for those of us that work hard, and then Leonard, um, then we all have a good. You know, we all can say that we had a good Labor Day, and that we that we look forward to getting to that particular day. So, 
But um, here we are. Um, we decided since it was uh, Labor Day weekend and, you know, for those that are hard workers like myself and um, our buddy that we have on with us today, we've been fortunate enough to have uh, gracing the airwaves with us today. None other than Mr. Tim Byard, also known as DJ Tim Dog. What's going on, sir? Hey, what's going on, fellas? How y'all doing, man? Good, hey, good. How you doing, Tim? Hey, yeah, and, we and didn't have fact... to go. Look, we wasn't we wasn't going through his whole bio and everything. This oh, time, yeah, nah. he'd been on before. Y'all, y'all heard his voice. Y'all hear him in the intro. Y'all hear him in the outro. Mm-hmm. You guys, y'all hear him more. Y'all hear us. So, you know. <laughs> no, 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 no. Come on down. Come on down. But it's good. Right. It's good to be back on the show, fellas. I listen to the show all the time. First of all, congratulations to y'all's success. Um, I appreciate it's been, it. It's been, it's been it's been good, man. So y'all keep up the great work. It feels good to be back on here. Having good conversation <laughs> with you fellas. So oh, I know yeah, definitely. Since the, and since the last time I was on the show, you know, things have changed with me. Recently married now. So it feels Congrats, good. Congratulations. Yes. Yeah, thank yeah, you. Yeah, thank yeah. you. How, so, Tim, Tim how, how's it feel? It feels good, man. I mean, we're three months in right now. Yeah. So it's, you know, feels good. You know, she, she's with me right here. She's laying here. Relaxing, oh, we just getting back, okay. enjoying our. Oh God! So. Hey, Ronnie, what's going on? <laughs> hey, 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 Dave, what was that story we did where um the guy uh what is Faith Evans' ex? Oh, you Stevie? Yeah, Stevie yeah, yeah. You, you you remember the story we did on him? But what part of it though? What what are you making a reference to? You remember it went went. Never mind. We'll we'll, we'll we'll talk later. All right. <laughs> he <great. laughs> but um, Tim. So for you know, of, of course, you know we have a lot of new viewers and all that. Um, for anyone yes. who may not be familiar, why don't you just tell us, you know, who you are and what you do? Yeah. Well, quick bio for myself. My name is, of course, D- uh, Tim Byard, also known as DJ Tim Dog. And again, if you guys listen to the show faithfully. You'll hear my voice in the beginning. I'm the one who created the intro for these gentlemen. Uh, been playing for over close to 30 years. Business partner of both of these gentlemen, by the by the way. Uh, me and Dave have been doing events for, oh, God, what, almost 15 years now, Dave? Yeah, about that yeah. long? Yeah. Yeah, and me and Leonard, we've been knowing each other almost the same almost the same time. So yeah. um, I always look, always look forward to, um, you know, doing a lot of events around the state of Delaware and the surrounding areas. Um, looking forward to the second half of my career, which is going to start with the word R. We'll get to that later on. <laughs> so, but uh, right now it feels good. As I stated, you know, recently married, got married at Mr. Leonard Young's campground, Gun and Ride. So we'll be talking about that and later on. And I just want to publicly say to him, to all his listeners, thank you for everything you did for me and my wife. And my family and my guests, everything. We really, truly, truly appreciate you for everything you've done for us, man. So it wouldn't have been the day without you and, and your wife, Yolanda. So again, thank you so much, sir. We appreciate it. Oh wow, appreciate it, appreciate it. Now, now, now the serious business. How how was your Labor Day weekend? It was quiet. Um, I actually did a uh, barbecue on Saturday. Um, and then my wife surprised me and took me down to D.C. for just a day of R&R. Oh, so wow. We went down there. We went down to National Harbor and we just hung out. 
you know, we hung out, uh, went to Oyster Bar. Uh, my man, Anthony, DJ Ice came down and um, hung out with us. And uh, we just, you know, just relaxed. Then today we hit, we hit the wharf today um, on the other side of D.C. and just, just relaxed. It's an R&R. So it was, it was much needed. Wait, 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 hold on. I got a question. So What's I saw up? a post um, that referenced the Universal Soul Circus. When was yes. This? Yeah, it was funny. We were um we were parking the car <laughs> real quick. We were parking the car and I saw the top of this circus. I was like, well, baby, it looked like a circus. So she said, Well, let's go take a walk. We go two blocks up the street, Universal Soul Circus. I had never been to the circus. Not never, never been to this Universal Soul Circus, Ringling Brother, Bottom Bailey. Oh, really? I've never oh, been wow. to a circus. So mm-hmm. my wife was like, What do you want to do? I'm like, let's go. I enjoyed myself. I really did. I had a really nice time there. Those uh, if you've, ladies and gentlemen, if you've never been to the Universal Soul Circus, they will be in Philadelphia in about two weeks. They are there in DC right now. They just got down there. Um, they're they're leaving DC. They left DC yesterday. They were doing a show in Virginia, and then they'll be headed to Philly. So, um, go check it out. It was really it, it was entertaining. I really enjoyed myself. Wait, now let me translate um, for those who may be listening, and uh, for Leonard also. So the post on Facebook said that if you ask my husband, did he enjoy himself? He said, oh, yeah, it, 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 was, it was all right. He said, uh, I mean, um, but his wife said that he was like a kid in a candy store <laughs> and everything <laughs> that he saw. <laughs> so he tried, you know, he might answer coolly or whatever. But look, I've been to the Universal Soul Circus. I know what goes on at that. And, and it is pretty unique. Seeing all the actors, you've been you've been too, right? Have you, Leonard? Who, me? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I yeah. Bet. yeah, it's very unique the, the the acts and everything that they have, and um, you know, and they do a very good job um, with um, everything that they do, and they keep it festive in there. You know, it's always yes, it's they lively. do. Yes, yeah, they, they do. keep it festive. I, I, there, I, you know? And what I really was impressed by was how fast. They were moving things on, you know. I was like, "Wow, you know." I'm like, you know, they they kept you entertained while they were switching things around behind you, so you know, like you didn't even notice that they were getting the next, you know, next mm-hmm. act up while they were entertaining everybody. Great job. I mean, I was, I was like, I felt like a little kid. I really did. I felt yeah, like a little yeah. kid again. <laughs> yeah, well, it was cool. Well, I can't believe you. I can't believe you've never been to a circus before. That's interesting. Never, you know, because gosh. Never yeah. been to a circus, man. So that was yeah. that was it was fun. It was. Well, you picked the one. Fun. You picked the right one to go to. That yeah, was definitely. definitely. They definitely put on a show. They definitely. Yes, put they on do. A show. Yes, they do. So, yes, they do. Well, that's good. That's good. 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 All right. All right. Well, one thing. Let me say this. Let me uh, circle back um, for people that don't know these two guys. And I'm just going to say this real quick. These two guys are t- the two guys that I probably spend the most time talking to. <laughs> you know, and uh, you know, my, Tim, Tim, and I'm, even I'm, though. Uh, I feel sorry for it, well, man. Well, no, wait, no, hold on, hold on. No, no, correct <laughs> it. Let me correct it. Tim is probably the guy to spend the most time talking to. I was going to say, Leonard's fine. You talk to Leonard more, you talk to me. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's what you think. Leonard, Leonard, Leonard is, Leonard is, uh, any, anyway, I will, uh, <laughs> but anyway, uh, <laughs> these two, I will say, let me go back. These two guys are definitely the two guys I spend the most time talking to. I mean, I talk to a lot of people and I do a lot of people, but, you know, as far as, um, and I'm going to say friends and partners, 
you know, these guys are the guys I spend the most time talking to. So doing a show like this with both of them um, is definitely always going to be um, special and always going to be something I enjoy doing. So, um, so thank you, Tim, for taking the time to come on. And thank you, Leonard, for showing up. And so let's go with the show, okay? All right, let, let's know. go. <laughs> let's go. So we got some stories that we wanted to talk to you guys about. And um, so let me see. Let's get into our first story and give me a moment. I want to read. I want to read. Um, read from the first story, a few lines from the first story, because um, it just tells you, you know, we're still having our issues. I mean, Leonard, Leonard and I, we do these stories every week. <laughs> you know, we try not to, but it's kind of hard to avoid a lot of the stuff when it's still happening. So this story is called uh, Not Welcome, Florida Racist Still Black Surfers Board and nail it to a tree like a lynching. That's a lot right there. Um, Yeah. So it says a black surfer is claiming that he was subjected to racist um, vandalism while trying to surf in Jennifer, Florida this week. Now, first of all, let me say this, and I'm probably not going to be very, very well liked after saying this, (laughs) but why do we keep going to Florida? I don't understand. You know, it's funny you should mention that, Dave, because um, me and my wife we were talking about Florida, and yeah. um, I was like, oh, "Don't go to Florida. I'm not spending the money down there." Yeah, yeah. You know, I, just, I don't understand. You know, I don't understand. I mean, I understand. You know, certain people on this show went to college down there, so he still goes down there from time to time. I won't mention his name. Um, but there's people that that I mean, and and I get it. Florida has some great places down here to go to, but it's it's been more and more apparent they do not want us down. Yeah, and, and it's it, ironic. If we come down, they just want our money. They just want our money, and that's it. Well, think you about. Um, I know you. I know you're talking about this particular story because I'm actually I'm actually reading about it right now as as looking at it, mm-hmm. and um, it's like it goes on to say that the gentleman uh, was just, just surfing and a group of white males stole his surfboard and then nailed it to a tree. Right. Telling Did you see the picture? Of, did you see the yeah, picture? Of the yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm like, I'm sitting there looking at it. I'm saying to myself, well, wait a minute. Oh, wow. Okay. Did yeah. You like, they nailed oh, it to yeah, a you tree. Put you see Yeah. Yeah, they put it up on a tree. I'm That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So, now, if you... What kind of message do you think they were trying to send? You know, because quite it, it, it's quite obvious that these people said that it was, you know, the the black surfer was saying, you know, it was a sign of like lynching, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I mean, of course, there's no other image. I mean, why would you nail the guy's surf surfboard to the tree? You know, I mean, if you you know if you if it's a friendly, it definitely wasn't a friendly uh, tactic or a gesture. Um, it's definitely racism, and because they didn't want the story says they didn't. It, you know, it's obvious they don't want black men in the waters down there because they don't feel that black men should be down there surfing. Now, keep in mind if you read the story as it goes along, it talks. It tells you a little bit about the history of surfing 
and that it was a Polynesian sport. It was something yes, that sir. was done by Polynesians. And of course, you know, as a, you know, I remember as a kid, you know, watching the Hawaiians and 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 the Samoans and all them people out there so, surfing, um, you know, because that was something that was natural. Then, mm-hmm. you know, quote unquote, the white men picked up the sport, and especially those on the West Coast, and they started uh, making it their own and started trying to take credit for the sport. Um, you know, so it was already a sport of people of color but then you know to say we don't want you down here surfing and so forth it's just not a good thing and you know especially and it's another bad look when it comes to florida you know we already know about the governor down there and all the different laws that have been proposed to you know throw us off or to keep us from going down there um but it's really it's really a shame because there are certain parts in Florida that people really like going to. Of course, you got Disney World down there, and you got you know, of course, Miami and some other the some of the other places. We got um black yeah, uh, college. We got black colleges down there. You know, we got mm-hmm. you know. So there's there's reasons for us to go there, but to try to stop us from going down there because they don't want us down there. <sighs> It's not it's not good. And, you know, I saw this story and I just thought to myself, you know, um, we're in the year 2023, get ready to head into 2024 soon in a few months. And we're still talking about this stuff. You know, uh, Dr. King. Yeah, Dr. King was talking about the same type type of stuff back when he was alive and 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 doing his civil rights thing. And here it is, all what, 40, 50 years later, and we're still talking about it. Still talking about it. And yeah. as you're saying, Dave, I was sitting here reading some more about it. It states um, there was a club called the Outrigger Club in Waikiki in 1911. was a way of making this exclusive club for white folks only. It was an attempt to appropriate surfing as a white sport. Hmm. Yeah. So there it is. There, you go. there it is right there. there yep, there it is. Yeah. Leonard, you got anything to say about this? Yeah, I mean, he's kind of quiet here, and he's a swimmer. So, Leonard, Leonard, you know, how would you feel if, as a swimmer, if you went somewhere and they told you you couldn't swim in the waters? I mean, to be honest, I I, I would just be a little shell shocked because you know it's like, okay, like what what day are we in? And clearly, (laughs) if if he's surfing, he's been surfing before, and he's probably been in that spot many times. But you know, I, I also think it's crazy because. You know, there's, you know, a difference between thinking something and doing something. So I can see, you know, people being racist if a black a black surfer comes and they don't like it. But for them to actually take action on it and take his surfboard and nail it up is just um, crazy. And just regarding your comment about Florida people, you said talking about why why don't they leave? Well, I mean, we we all know. Two things. There are a ton of black people in Florida. And two, um, if, if a, I, I can already see a white person telling black people that they need to move. That's only going to make black people stay there even harder. So, um, you know, I, yeah. I, yeah. I know they're not going. And the, the third thing I was just thinking too is 
you know, people from Florida, and I mean, not to say Florida is any more racist than anywhere else, but even though it is getting a lot of attention recently, but, you know, those people in Florida may be used to the racism, you know, so like it doesn't affect them. But, you know, we, we come from Delaware or Philly or, you know, other places, you know, there may be certain things we're not used to. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I, I agree with that wholeheartedly. And, you know, I, I, you know, as you were talking, I kept I kept envisioning the Mason Dixon line and, and mm-hmm. you know, above the Mason Dixon line and below the Mason Dick, Dixon line. And it's funny because when you think about going when you think about the South and, and a person like you who, you know, you lived in Florida, you lived in Texas, you lived in um I mean, you spend time in Alabama. You, you uh, weren't you in Mississippi at some point too? Yeah, uh, never. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, but Alabama. Yeah, and I didn't mean live in Mississippi. Yeah, either. No. yeah but yeah. Um, but you know, I mean, that's some of the most racist areas. Let me tell you what's funny too, and I mean, um, now I can say I've never had a, like a direct. In fact, I mean, this is probably a good question for y'all too. I have never had a truly direct racial incident. Now, you know, I might, I might've been called the N word, but as far as something that somebody actually put action behind, you know, now of course, you know, I may not have got that job. I may not have got that loan. I mean, you know what I mean? Those, those things that, you know, you question, but have either of you ever had a, a, like a real racial incident happen to you? I have, I have in Virginia. Mm-hmm. Believe it what, or not, in Virginia, um, I was down in a grocery store down there. Um, I never forget it, outside of Fredericksburg, of Virginia. Okay, um, 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 and was shopping. Um, I used to go down that way all the time um, every summer, and I used to take my kids to King's Dominion down there and so we would go down there and spend a couple days down there and just stay down in that area and i'll never forget i was in a grocery store down there buying some stuff and i just kept remember that i kept feeling that somebody was watching me the whole time as i was going around through the office and i kept looking i kept seeing this young man white guy who every time i would go in the aisle i look up and he was there so i just remember getting the stuff going uh, that was in my car, going up to the, the line. And he followed me up to the line. And I said, excuse me, are you following me? Is there something, is there a problem or anything? He said, oh, no, no, everything's fine, whatever the case may be. So I go to the line. They bag up my stuff. And then I'm walking out and I hear him say to um, I guess the person who was in charge, the manager or whoever that person was said, nah, don't look like he took anything. Wow. And I just said, I said, wow. I said, did he really just say that? So I turned around and I said, are you talking about me? And they said, oh, excuse me, we wasn't talking about you. I said, uh-huh. And I just realized, I said, I'll never go in that store again. I wanted to take everything back and give it back to him, but I know that would have been a problem. Yeah. Um, but it was directly, I, I, you know, it was the first time. Now, keep in mind, you know, I wasn't in the deep south, but I knew I wasn't in Delaware. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. um, but that was the first time 
that I ever remember it being experience, uh, experiencing that. Now, other than keep in mind, I'm older than you guys. So, of course, in my earlier um, time, you know, coming up as a teenager, you know, whatever, we experienced a lot of stuff back then. But that was because of the time that it was back then. So, but so I remember things that we went through, especially with the military police and all that stuff when we had the curfews in Wilmington and all of the stuff like that. There was a lot of stuff that went on back then. But as far as an adult, I remember that very vividly because that kid followed me around the whole time. And I thought, and it was obvious they thought I was getting ready to steal something because it, it, at the time, I think I was the only black person in the store at that time. And that's why he followed me around. So, gotcha. What What about you, Tim? Have you had any For incident? Me, um, yeah, I was um, on my way down to New Orleans to uh, actually do a wedding, and um, stopped in Tennessee at a Denny's. And um, when I arrived to have breakfast, the white lady sat me in the section where. All the all the African Americans were and being treated and being served by African Americans. However, the rest of the restaurant was all white folks. And I mean, she clearly soon. I mean, soon as I walked in the door, she pointed. You can sit over here. And I'm like, all these white folks sitting over here. I mean, I wanted to, actually, I wanted to sit by a window. You yeah. know, I just wanted to sit by a window. But you know, she 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 literally pointed. You said you. She said you sit over here. Her exact words: You sit over here. I said, no, I'm going to leave. <laughs> I left. I didn't even bother. Mm. I got right back. I got right back in my car and went someplace else. And as oh, I was wow. leaving the restaurant, I remember a couple saying to me, You must not be from down here. And I said, No, I'm not. I just want to stop and get something breakfast. She said, We don't go in there. Mm. They don't want us in there. Her exactly. Right. They don't want us in there. I said, Well, I guess put my money in there. So yeah. So yeah. Unfortunately, as Dave stated, we're we are in twenty first century and we're still going through it. Unfortunately, and and Leonard, I mean, you've been fortunate, I guess, because you know, for not for you not to ever experience anything. Um, so, as as Tim was telling his story, it um, something did did come up, and, I, and I'll try to make it real brief. <clears throat> um, when I was in college, uh, I was in ROTC, and. We had to take a trip from Tallahassee, Florida, up to Fort Benning, which is in Georgia. And I, um, that, that may be the city. I forget now. So we were driving up to Fort Benning. It was me and, um, two other black, you know, ROTC people. We had our fatigues on, which is, you know, the camouflage, you know, the boots that had all that. Mm-hmm. So we're driving up. We pass a, um, a police officer who's sitting in the middle of the, the aisle. Or, you know, the, the middle of the, the road. So he comes up and he's behind us and he pulls us over. And, you know, when he comes to the car, you know, we're, we're on our, our, in our army uniform. So we're, we're thinking, you know, like they're not going to mess with us. So he, he pulls over and like, well, you know, why are you pulling us over? And he's like, did y'all, were y'all dumping, throwing trash out your window? And we're like, no, you know, like no, nobody was throwing trash out the car. And he was like, well, you know, I need to search the car. And, you know, we we, we were <clears throat> college age, so we, we ain't know no better. So we get out the car. By the time we get out the car, there's like five, six police cars there. 
Um, they brought the dog out. They went through all of our stuff. And I mean, you know, we didn't have that much stuff. Um, uh, one, I think it was my car, but someone else had like a black and mild and they like opened up the black and mild, you know, like, like almost like looking for stuff, open up the black and mild. Um, they did not find anything. And when they, I think when they realized they weren't finding anything, they tried to start smoothing it over with us. Like, Oh, you know, where are y'all headed? You know, what y'all doing? And they had brought out, and I, I just, I just call it what it is, a, uh, a token black officer who came to talk to us. And we were like, well, you know, why, wow. why, did, yeah, we, we were like, why, why did they pull us over? And the guy said they pulled us over because the passenger in the back seat was not wearing his seatbelt. And no. we all looked at, yes, no, we, come on, yes, man. No. So how could they tell that? Exactly. We looked at him on like, yeah. How would they know the person in the back seat wasn't wearing his seatbelt? Like, you know, like, how you going to know that? And it didn't even make sense because when he asked us about throwing trash out the window, so you're saying we passed you, you pulled behind us, and we started throwing trash. Yeah, like, it it didn't even make sense. But, I mean, that was the first incident where we were like, okay, like, let, let's, let's get the heck out of here, get where we need to be, and back home. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, mm. so as you can see, these kind of things definitely do happen. And they're, you know, it, it must be nice to walk around freely if you're of a different race and not ever have to worry about stuff like that unless you're in a place you're not supposed to be. And, yeah. you know, and that's, that's what's happened. Um, I mean, you know, we can, that could be said to us every day of the week, you know, that we're in a place that we're not supposed to be, you know. Yep. Can, can, always, Dave, Dave, can, yeah. can I say something real quick? And I'm sure you and Tim would agree. Yeah. You know, it's very hard being a black man and, you know, um, you know, and a black woman too, but it's very hard being a black man, but I can tell you, there is no other ethnic ethnicity that I would rather be, but a black man, you know? Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 I mean, definitely. I mean, you look at your life now and, and you think about yourself. I mean, you know, yeah, you might, there might be some breaks that the other, the other folks get that we may not get. We might have to work to get for, you know what I'm saying? We might have to work mm-hmm. for to get, but no, nah, I wouldn't trade. I wouldn't trade my life for anything as far as that. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, a, God knew what he got. Look, God knew what he was doing. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> he said, God, God knew. What, knew what God he knew when he made you, huh? Yeah, he definitely knew. <laughs> he definitely knew. That's right. So, all right. Well, you know that story. You know, it's really a shame that it. You know that that has happened, and hopefully, hopefully, it's. Uh, because, and I'm going to say this as playing the devil's advocate here, that it is not, you know, because we've been hearing about some crazy hosts, um, you know, f- jokes and all this kind of stuff, false stories lately, too. Let's hope that that's not one of those stories that somebody sensationalized to get yeah. press. So, but if it is, if it did happen, shame on Florida, shame on them. So. Yeah. All right, moving on. What you got right, for us, so, Leonard? Yep, so the the next story, and th- th- this is more of a feel-good story, but there was an article that came out recently how a black mother 
living in San Antonio, Texas, successfully enrolled her three daughters in college before they even turned 15 years old. Um, so they they are attending Miles College, which is an HBCU as well. And, you know, I know the last couple of weeks we just, we talked about just some except, exceptional, you know, black boys and girls who are excelling in education and graduating at young ages. And um, so, you know, I just wanted to highlight this, especially after we talk about the surfboard story, you know, just kind of congratulate. And um, I'll tell you, it's funny <laughs> because one of the daughters said um, she gets a lot of people who are saying, oh, you know, you know, you're, you know, you're so smart. You graduated at 13. You have to be some type of child genius. And she said, she said, I'm just as smart as the next person. And they, I can tell you when I was 13, I wasn't graduating nothing high school, you know? So, I mean, but you know, it's just so funny that she takes it so casually. Now I do want to um, say that it does say that the mother did homeschool the students but um, you know, still, still, nonetheless, I mean, thirteen in college. Can you imagine that? Yeah, it's it's it, it's hard to imagine, but it seems to be something that seems to be pretty frequent right now because yeah, you and definitely. I have done a few of these stories now. But I just noticed there seems to be a pattern that's happening with these stories too. The homeschooling part of it. Yeah. Have you noticed? Yeah. Yeah. Um, that seems to be. The key point is that a lot of these, a lot of these people are being homeschooled. A lot of these students are being whole, homeschooled, and it's really, it's really putting them. I guess they're getting the education that would definitely be, um, the education that would definitely be, um, definitely more inspiring as far as them wanting to go on to that next level. Um, like I, I've told you, we've talked about homeschooling before, and I told you I actually homeschooled uh, my oldest son. Uh, me, me, and my ex, we homeschooled my oldest son, um, like for three years, mm -hmm. and so it is definitely a different level of understanding and commitment and and learning that you have to that you have to um, definitely put forth in order to be able to get yourself prepared for um, the next level, whether it is going into college or going into a different school or whatever the case may be. But you definitely have a different level of concentration. And plus, you can mix a number of subjects from different grade levels all together to learn at a quicker pace, if you follow what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, definitely. I'm actually reading a story here now. Um, uh, the young lady graduated with a 3.0 at 13. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, that's crazy. Wow. Yeah, that's crazy. And then she joins her sister at the same college, and her sister is uh, majoring in business and pre-law. So, hey, kudos to the mom for doing that, man. Kudos to that, yeah, the mom for taking care of them girls like that. Yeah, and funny, yeah. it's funny, Tim, because I'm like, okay, she graduated in high school at 13. Is she graduating college at 17? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy, well, man. Well, we just did the story last week about the young lady who was teaching third graders. Third yes. grade. 15? Yep. 
Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I remember yeah. hearing about that story. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know. So, you what, know, uh, I look at this generation of, and as it was ironic, me and my wife were talking about it as we were coming up, coming home today, how, you know, I feel like we, my generation, kind of sort of dropped the ball on the generation that's coming up behind us, like especially with the young men and so forth, some the way they act, the way they maneuver right now. But to see a story like this, you know, I, I was reading it as I was reading it. A young lady stated that she's got six children, five are daughters. She's got one son. Um, and she said she's all hands on with all her education. To have three daughters going to college before they turn 15, hey, again, right. kudos to her. That, that Kudos to her. You know, I'm, yeah, I'm that's very, awesome. this is impressive. Very impressive. Yeah. Um, and and actually, when you look at it, you know, um, it should also be used as a, a model and a guide to say that, you know, education is definitely not dead. You know, because a lot of people, you know, a lot of students are skipping the, the you know, they're trying to get around the education thing because they feel that if they get special, you know, if they could find themselves in a specialty type field, or we got a lot of young um, entrepreneurs now, we, Mm -hmm. you know, who don't want to deal with college. They don't want to go to college, you know, because they feel college is a waste of time and that they can get their money quicker by not going to college. A friend of mine was telling me about his nephew who lives in California, how he just finished high school, and he just signed on with one of the top gaming um um gaming companies in the world and he's he, he signed a contract with them for $100,000 just to test out his their video games and um $100,000 a year just to test out their video games and plus he's going to compete on the in their gaming um leagues that's a whole different contract and he'll get paid for that as well oh, wow wow so there's the oxymoron right there so there's the the glass half four the way i look at it you know um you have a, a mom here that's educating her children you know young ladies 13 with 3.3.0 gpa Going to college at fifteen, success is 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 success is already at her at her feet. She just got to take it a whole nother level. Then you have a gentleman like that, and he can sit home and play video games and get paid to do it. Yep. <laughs> that's all they do it. You just sit there and playing playing video games and getting paid to do it. And just stepped, like I said, just got out of high school last yeah. year in in June. I mean, yeah. not last year, this year in June. Yeah. So he just graduated so, from high school two months ago. Yeah. And he's making $100,000 right into $100,000 steps right into $100,000 paycheck to play a video year. games. Uh, doing, uh, testing video games. not And then on top of that, goes into a gaming league where he gets paid for uh, participating in that too. Because you know he's going to end up getting sponsored, so he's going to get paid yeah. all, all, yeah. all over the place. Yeah. yeah. Hey. <laughs> there, there, there it is. I mean, again, the glass is half full. I mean, yeah. what do you do? so if you are a, a a young person that you can go 
either direction. But the, the I guess the question I would ask is, how do you look at that person? How do you know? How would you look at that person? You know, um, yeah, I mean, you got this one young lady who's got all this, this education and she's going to school and she's going more. And then you got the young man over here, like, hey, I ain't doing all that. I can play video games, get paid. Right. Yeah. But yeah. but but you know, Tim, it, it may be one of the things too where. I mean, we're we're kind of laughing, joking about it, but he he probably work hard. You know, he probably take it serious. I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure oh, he does. does. Oh, you got to, yeah. you got to, because that's, that's a very not, competitive thing, right there. Yeah, I'm not sure how he trained, but you know, also some of it may be. Yeah, I'm I'm sure if they're paying him, he probably has a following too. So you know, it's like you know they're paying him, and, and he's um, because and 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 Dave and I were talking about a while ago, but. There's a lot of people via social media who don't have an education, maybe didn't even finish high school, and they are making a lot of money uh, via social money, media yeah. or you know yeah, businesses that they started. So it's true. And, and 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 Dave and I already talked about how much these um hairstylists make. Oh my yeah. goodness, they they are killing yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. We so, just there's a there's a black business in DC. That just opened up um, in 2018. The bio was on the wall. Two sisters got laid off from their federal job in 2018, opened up their own bakery in one of the most prestigious areas on in the National Harbor. Mm-hmm. Both of them look like they might be in their early 20s. Just I think we, did we see that story? I think I saw that story. It, I think it, I know I did. It, I think it I saw sounds that familiar. story. Yeah, it sounds familiar. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, and because me and Ronnie was looking and we was reading the bio and I'm looking at her, she looking at me, we both was like, wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. And and one thing I will say, because there are a lot of black young young folks and 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 you know, um the 40 year 40 year old persons that have, have done very well with going out there, taking the leap of faith and 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 making money. And being able to sustain themselves based on the decisions that they've made in reference to that. But these young folks nowadays are from, are of a different breed. I mean, they really yes. are. They think differently. They act differently. And they just, they had the gold, go getter type mentality. You know, it's nothing for, it's nothing for uh, a young folk, uh, somebody that's young to say, you know, if they have an opportunity, if they have an opportunity to go live abroad, most mm-hmm. of them are going to say, "Hey, I'm going to go." You know, we, you know. Whereas we would probably say, "I don't want to leave my family or whatever." But they're going to go. You know what I mean? Yep. You know, mm-hmm. or or they got a shot of moving to California and making mm-hmm. money and all of that kind of stuff. They're going to do that because yeah. they don't have the fear, and they don't. You know, they they're pretty they're risk takers, and yes, and they that's, are. They definitely are. Yeah, you know. So, well, um, and, and generation and so, they, definitely risk takers. Yeah, David, I'll just gonna say piggyback on what you were saying. Not only that, but the kids nowadays aren't as social as we were. They don't go outside to play. You know, they, they, they stay in their rooms. They do all that. So them going out the country or going across California, shoot. Yeah. I mean, you know, they, they buy themselves anyway. And I think now that we yeah. have, um, social media, we have video calls. So, you know, I mean, I, I, there, there's some, there's some family members who I don't see as much as some people I'm on video call with, and, and they're local. <laughs> you know, so it's just one of those. Things. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> yes, sir. But it does, it's funny, but it's true. Unfortunately, yeah, it's true. it is true. It it's is true. true. 
Yeah, yeah. But again, kudos but, uh, to that mom. Kudos to that mom. Yeah, kudos to her. And hopefully, um, hopefully, like all of those kids get the education that uh, that they want to get. And I'm gonna put it that way: that they want to get, because you always got to worry, you know, that they're not being forced to get this education as well. Right. So, yeah. All right, Dave. What what all you got next? All right. Uh, well, speaking of money, <laughs> getting education. Yeah. Yeah, uh, we're going to talk about uh, the next story, which is Meet America's um, Billionaires. Um, some of them, some of you might have heard of, you know, a few of them you might have heard of. Now, um, let me say, Dave, before you say, is these, these are black billionaires? Yes, yes. Um, oh, yeah, we're okay. talking about, uh, yeah, here's the story. It says, uh, Stackers compiled a list of ten rich, of the 10 richest black Americans Using data from Forbes, individuals were um, ranked on their overall wealth and rank wealth ranking with the richest person taking the number one spot. America's <laughs> black billionaires have an array of industry and business ventures. However, over half of those are on this list made the bulk of their wealth in sports or entertainment industry. The people on this list are worth combined $27 billion, which is a lot of money. But that's just one-eighth of the net worth of the world's richest person, Elon Musk. I didn't realize it was this bad with him. Oh, it's got to be what, He's like worth 50? It, No, $218 billion. Oh, cool. Did y'all hear the silence people? Wait, 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 wait. He's worth how much? $218 billion. That's scary. That's scary. That's scary. That's, scary. That's, that's, you know what? That's that's more than a small country overseas. <laughs> seriously. <laughs> seriously. The, the gross is. national product for a small country ain't even like that. Oh, man. It's, it's, uh, when, I heard, when I heard that, when I first saw that, I just said, "Wait, hold on. Did I read that right?" Yeah, I didn't real. I didn't realize it was that. I knew he was worth some money, but not that bad. I didn't know it was that bad. So, um, but it said, uh, "The United States is home to the most billionaires of any country represented on the Forbes list of 2,640 billionaires in 2023." And yet, of the 1,000 wealthiest people in the world. Only two are Black Americans. Ooh, yeah, I know. <laughs> okay. That's crazy, right? That's crazy. That's crazy. Uh, um, and I just wanted to say, uh, we're going to go through the list uh, and, and just go. We're going to start with number ten. And keep in mind, folks. Like I said, these are the ten Black American billionaires um, okay. as of two thousand twenty-three, right? Number okay. ten, Tyler Perry. Not surprised. Net worth, net worth, one billion. Global wealth Not... ranking. He was two thousand. This was his global wealth ranking, two thousand five hundred and ninety-three. So he was twenty-five ninety-three on the list. Age okay. fifty-three. Source of wealth: movies and television. So we all know who he is, right? Yeah. So yeah, that I'm not surprised about that. Honestly, yeah, me, me neither. 
Especially okay. now he just bought BET, so I'm not surprised about that at all. Yeah, yeah. And he going you know, so next year is is he should be jumped up. He should jump up a little yeah. bit more. Well, it all mm-hmm. depends on this writer, because I know this writer strike and everything is hurting everybody right now. Yeah, yeah, this is true. Yeah. yeah. So number nine, LeBron James. It's ironic Network. that you say that. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. What are you gonna say? It's ironic you say that about LeBron James because it was we were having a conversation yesterday with a gentleman talking about uh, his wealth and what he's doing with his wealth. But go ahead and tell everybody how much he's worth. <laughs> One billion. Um, global wealth ranking, 2,537. Age 38, source of wealth, basketball. Well, it's more than basketball. There's more I mean, than basketball, yeah. More than, I don't, and I, but I wonder if they're – no, they got to be counting everything because he you know, he doesn't make a billion dollars playing basketball. But right. No, you know, no. Yeah. So. So yeah. So it's gotta be. You great say. What were you great say? Follow up. Well, like I said, we were having this our conversation yesterday about his wealth and how he just put twenty million dollars back into Akron, where he was born and raised and played ball, Mm -hmm. to help out his community. And the gentleman that we were having uh, lunch with yesterday knows Kevin Durant, knows Mm -hmm. his mom. Right. And he was saying with Kevin Durant's money, how come Kevin Durant's not doing the same thing in the D.C. area that LeBron is doing in Akron? Hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but I, I, know Durant, I know Durant has put some money in back in D.C. Not that kind of money. Though. Not All this right? kind of money, no. Yeah. yeah, I know. But I saw, like, he did a – I know there was a rec center and a basketball court that I saw that they that he had done over down there and a couple mm-hmm. other things. But he ain't putting that kind of money. No, 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 no. no. Uh, right. Number eight, Tiger Woods. Ooh, Tiger Woods. Net worth I like him. One point <laughs> one billion. <laughs> <laughs> Global wealth um, ranking. He's two thousand five hundred and five in on the list. Age forty-seven. Uh, source of wealth: golf. Yeah. Well, now I do know that he just designed like. Three more actual golf courses, two in Florida. Oh, did he? Oh, uh, wow. One, one in one in South Carolina. Yeah, one. Matter of fact, yeah. right on the outskirts of Myrtle Beach. Yeah, yeah, because that's that's something that he they said that he's going to um, be uh, doing a lot of is um, designing yeah. golf courses. Yeah, well, the real estate and, part and of also all. supposed to be doing. Uh, uh, he's also supposed to be doing some minority golf courses too. Yes. Yes. Yeah. 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 Yeah, because yeah, that's part of the, the the real estate investment. He's buying land and he's turning them into golf courses. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Number seven, uh, Tope Awantona. Awantona. I I don't know this person. Um, <laughs> the uh, net worth one point two billion. Global rank twenty three oh three. Forty two years old. Some young people, man. Mr. Yeah. Atawuna um, owns a oh, Calendy. We talked about him before. Calendy, like, yeah, you talk guys talked about him on the show before. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. He we owns did a talk software about company him. that automates meeting schedules. That right, helps right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. You guys talked about him on your yeah, show. Yeah, we did. Yes. We did. Mm-hmm. We did. Yeah, when mm-hmm. we when we talked about the global list, the billionaires yes. list. Yeah, yeah. I remember that show because I was like yeah. the global list. I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah, and I remember. I'm listening, guys. Trouble, I listen so, to the show. <laughs> I remember having trouble saying his name then too. So, <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> so, 
Okay. Now here's a new name. I don't I don't remember this name though. Number okay. six. Um number six is uh Alexander Carp. His net worth is one point eight billion. Global wealth rank seventeen hundred. Oh, okay. He's up there. Okay. Fifty five years old. Software um is his business. Um this gentleman, uh, this gentleman, um, you know of him? I've heard of him. Now, reason now I know Lenny. You probably like you've heard of this guy. Yeah, like, yeah, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, I do do my research on certain things like this. I find it quite interesting. This gentleman, um, from the first time I heard of him, actually designs uh, artificial intelligence for the government. Oh wow! Yeah, see, Department yeah. of Defense. Yeah, yeah for the Department does, and, and the and FBI. Here's, and the other thing about it is he grew up in Philly. He grew up in Philly. Oh yeah, he is from Philly. Yeah, he's from Philly. So well, yeah, he's originally he, from he's originally from New York and grew up in Philly. So he's he's part of that. His his uh team is on the forefront of doing all the AI for the federal government. That's basically what they're doing. Look at him spending some knowledge, uh-huh. y'all. Good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do. I do my homework. I do my homework, especially when it comes to this AI stuff, because that's the future. I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. it is the future. Yeah, it is the future. Yeah, yeah. it's the future. So yeah. you know, if anybody's into you know stocks and things of that nature, you might yeah. want to take a look in the AI. That's yeah. what the future is. Yeah, and 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 this AI does practice. So, um, anyway. yes, he does. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I caught that joke. Dave. I caught that joke. Dave. Yes, I did. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, number five, I think we've heard of this guy. Um, net worth two billion dollars. His name is Michael Jordan. Global rank 1528. This guy ain't played ball in how long and still making all this money, right? Well, uh, if I'm not mistaken, didn't he just sell the Charlotte Hornets? Yeah, uh, well, yeah, he's he's still a partner. He still okay. he didn't sell all of his shares, but he sold the he sold the majority ownership part. Of okay, it. yeah, but he still he still has a stake in in them. Yeah, so yeah. he's still making money, and of well, course, of course he still gets the, he still gets paid by Nike. Well, you know? Yeah, well so, now and now that he's 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 invested into DraftKings, which was big for him because yeah. he was smart. I mean, jumping into that, I think was was a smart move. I really yeah. do. We we see that we we all see the the impact that sports betting has has taken in a short period of time since they made gambling legal. Um, DraftKings right now is a forefront. Him investing in that is that was major. That was major. And NASCAR and NASCAR too. Yes. He bought yeah. He's invested in NASCAR too. Um, he bought yes. a team. Yeah. So yeah, he ain't playing around. So you know. Mm-hmm. Um. So. You know, so he was number five on the list, folks. Number four, I think we heard of this guy too, Jay Z. Mm-hmm. Network two point five billion, global wealth rank twelve fifty six. Rank uh, age is uh, fifty three, and of course he's got multiple sources of income. Of course, we know him as Sean Carter, and he's done a few things and he's got you know his wife his wife is pretty well known too yeah, his so. wife is on tour right. right now she yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I, I tell you you know yeah. you know so. i remember and ladies and gentlemen let you know how just how old i've been doing what i've been doing <laughs> i remember yeah. when we played at trabant in university of delaware when it opened up right. jay-z was the first artist to perform there Oh, wow. Without when he released Louisiana Without in '96, we opened for him. 
Wow. So to see the growth and everything, it's like at 53, hey, kudos to him. I mean, another one's like, hey, hey can you say? <laughs> yeah. right. hey, you now, know, now, Tim, who who is we? You said we opened. Well, it was me, uh, DJ Doc B, uh, uh, Cosmic Kev from Power 99, oh, wow. and Don Mystic Mac. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, we opened for him. I mean, I'll never forget that because when he was back, we was backstage talking to him about it, and he was like, you know, he was real humble, you know, and mind you, this was a young Jay-Z. This wasn't like, you know, what we see now. Mm-hmm. You know, this was a dude that was still still hustling on the street. And he was he was telling us, like, yeah, yeah, we still hustling. We still doing what we're doing. But we great flipped this. And he said he told us what he was going to do then. And right. here we are now. And you see it. $2.5 billion? I mean, that man ain't got never spit another bar. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, even though you know people are calling him out saying uh, he should be making music right about now, you know, yeah, Did but you he, don't, he don't have to. Yeah, he ain't got to though. It's, he don't have his to. Cat, his catalog says he ain't got to do it, you know. He so. ain't got to do. He don't have. No. He can sit back and just be like, "Y'all go ahead, I'm good." <laughs> <laughs> All right, number three, first woman on the list. Uh, her name is Oprah Winfrey. Anybody ever heard of her? Oh yeah, yeah, a little bit. You you told bit. Harpo to beat me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Net worth two point five billion. Global wealth ranking twelve fifty four, age sixty nine, and source of wealth everything. That's all I'm going to say. Everything. Um, you know, I'm surprised to be honest with you. I figured- you thought it'd be higher. Yes, I would have. I would have yeah. thought she'd probably been number two, to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I thought so, too. But then, you know, I mean, you know. So there, there there, was something a couple of years ago, and I, and I don't know how it transpired, but, you know, um, she was a major investor in Weight Watchers. And something with their stock, I, I forget what it was, but they kind of came with a lot of controversy. So I wonder if that stock going down may have. There, you know, yeah, I, re- with her, uh, I remember something about that story. Also, there was a, um, uh, if if memory serves me correctly, there was something about the the, the it was it was racial. To be honest with you, I do remember that mm-hmm. part. It was racial, and they were saying that they were only targeting like certain like certain earth ethnic. How do you say, it, Leonard? <laughs> Ethnicity. 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 Yeah, thank yeah, you. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so yeah, she yeah, my wife just bought it up for me. Thank you, baby. <laughs> yeah, she lost one hundred and seventeen million dollars from her investment for Weight Watchers when, when the value tanked in two thousand sixteen. Hmm. Now, it tanked from two thousand sixteen due to, of course, other things that happened in the stock market hmm. at that time. But we're talking one hundred seventeen million dollars. That's a lot of yeah. money. That is, you know, that's that's a lot it's of money. It, it, but there's a lot of money. But she's still number three on this list. Yeah, well, I mean, you figure, because if I'm not mistaken, didn't she kind of sort of partner with the number 10 guy on the list with uh, Tyler Perry? Yeah, yeah, she did. Yeah, yeah. till Perry walked away from her. Um, yeah, he walked away they, from the, her. The egos, it was, it was, the egos wasn't working together. Oh, you know? yeah, you clearly see that. That was, yeah, that was clear. Yeah. So, but you know, Tyler, Tyler, you know, Tyler, you gotta give Tyler credit. Tyler is a self-made person who's gonna, he, you know, Tyler, Tyler, doing it. You know, yeah. you, we can laugh and joke about his shows and all that stuff and and whatever, but Tyler going right to the bank. 
Hey, you know. and for, ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't been to Atlanta, if you, go, if you go to Atlanta and see the studio, by all means, please do so. That studio is beautiful, enormous. Yeah. And uh, yeah. like he said, it's on every when you come down Tyler Perry Way, oh, that's owned by him. As soon as you get off the highway and go to Tyler Perry Way, from that point on, it's all owned by him. Everything. Well, and keep in mind, you know, what they're shooting on the lot for that that studio. Oh, I mean, you know, the yeah. crazy, you know, you know, they're shooting the, they're shooting Marvel stuff on that lot. Yeah, yeah, all well, kinds Black of Panthers was filmed on his lot. Yeah. 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 So yeah. Yeah. So okay. All right, number two, David Stewart, net worth six billion. Okay, that's a big jump right there. Um, global uh, wealth rank four hundred thirty-one, eight seventy-one. IT provider. I, I remember he was on our list, Leonard. That yes, that I do remember this guy. Yeah, um, yeah, world. He's the founder of Worldwide Technology and IT provider. Now that's interesting. Yeah, he, he's seventy. He's seventy-one years old. You know, so you know, you would expect somebody. You know, you figure. You know, here it is. You know, we're talking about an IT provider. You know, um, mm-hmm. company and whatever. You would think this he would be younger. So he must have. This guy must have been started a while ago. Yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so, I mean, he also he also co-founded uh, Telco Buy, which is a spinoff. So you see what he did. He had one company and created a second company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. so he's got basically two forms of income coming. He's got two different companies he's dealing with. So, wow, yeah, that's four hundred thirty-one rank. Yeah, that's that's yeah. pretty good there. That's yeah, pretty hot so. right there. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. And number one on the list is Robert F. Smith. Net worth eight billion. Global rank. 266 uh age 60 the richest black american is robert f smith who founded vista equity partners a private equity firm that invests in software companies Mm -hmm. smith grew up in denver and worked as a chemical engineer before earning his mba he starts um he started vista equity partners in 2000 and it has posted annual returns of thirty percent every year. I've heard of this gentleman. I've I've heard of this gentleman. Um, they they call him a winner. That's his nickname. <laughs> the money. His nickname is like the money. The winner. This dude. They like everything. This dude touches. Turn basically turns the gold. Right. Like every year. Every year. His company, they say here. I'm surprised the number is thirty percent. I'm surprised it's that one. To be honest with you. Yeah. They, they said this dude here is like yo yo. I don't know. Letter if you remember the commercial with E. F. Hutton speaks. People listen. Slightly. Uh, he- <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Oh, they, they, you know, for, say, for, hey, for, hey, see, I'm glad y'all can see it. Ain't just me. You know? <laughs> For us, for us grown folks that remember yeah. that the classic hey, 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 commercial. Hey, hey, Tim, Tim, I'm, 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 I'm not grown yet. I'm, I'm almost grown. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, it's like that. That's like the running joke with this gentleman. Like, like they call him the EF Hutton of of black billionaires. Mm-hmm. Like when he talks, like everybody shuts up. Like they just turn. Like what's he going to say? And it's like you might want to listen to this dude because 
his return is r- ridiculous. Yeah. You know, so yeah. And, and I just gotta say, he also uh, he also donates a lot of money. He was the one yeah. who paid for the uh, Morehouse College, like all the graduates. He paid off yes. their tuition in twenty twenty. In twenty twenty, yes, yes, in twenty twenty. Yeah, he paid mm-hmm. the entire everybody. He paid everybody. Like they had no no student loans. They he paid them all off. So um now I'm surprised at this list, Dave. Um I'm surprised the name is not on the list. Uh the gentleman who used to own BET. Yeah, Johnson. Bob Johnson. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, well, I guess he might have fallen off now. He's probably, I bet you he's probably like twelfth, 13th on this list. Okay. If we look up the top 20. Let's see. If we look at the top twenty, I'm sure, um, I'm sure he's in there somewhere. Um, because I mean, he made a lot of money from the sale. Yes, himself. he did. Um, because he was see. part owner of um, he was part owner of, of the Charlotte Hornets himself, correct? So I think so he, he was the investor. What okay. you say? His uh, net worth is about six hundred and fifty million. Yeah, so, so he lost he lost some money there. Uh, well, I mean, he didn't lose no money. You know, don't get me wrong. I mean, six hundred fifty ain't nothing to sneeze at. You know, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean, I'm still tripping over to Elon Musk. That's a whole nother story to me. I can't even Man. imagine. Well, how much is Jeff Bezos worth? Bezos it, is worth. He's not worth that. I it, think his is probably about like maybe like a hundred billion. There it is, one hundred sixty. One sixty. Yeah, he's one sixty. And Elon Musk is at two hundred and eighteen billion dollars. That is crazy. Like compare compare Elon Musk two hundred and fifty billion to just like I said earlier, that's probably more than the entire country of Amsterdam. <laughs> just saying. I'm just, I'm just saying, you know, um, you know, just the, 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 the SS GDP. What's their GDP? $63.7 billion. I'll rest my case. <laughs> I'll rest my case. This one man right. can really, he could actually run that country with no problem. Well, hold on. So let, okay. I, I, I was going to say, let, let's see what the USA, uh, GDP. Oh, what it better be more than it better be yeah. more than that. No, yeah, especially no, especially how much the United States owe people. Let's not even. Yeah, I know that. that's right. <laughs> yeah, we owe the world. I mean, you know, they better they better have, be more than that. So, uh, well, I just figured that I put that out there because I thought the list was interesting. When I came across it, I thought it was interesting to see um, the dynamics and see who the people were that were on that list. Um, yeah. Some Unfortunately, we've only got one woman on that list. You would think there would be more, but uh, uh well, you you know, um, so Rihanna didn't reach. Oh, but she may not be American, right? No, she's so, not. Yeah, she's yeah, from, good, she's good, from, point, she's good from point. Barbados. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and uh, yeah. I I know Beyonce is close. In fact, let me let me put that in here. And I, see think, what, uh, I think B is real close. She's real close because you if you don't if you take away. You know, of course, I don't think her and Jay's money is combined. I don't think, but I uh, think I've read okay, that combined that. they were worth like four, four billion, something like that. So here it says, as of August twenty first, five hundred million. 
which yeah, you know uh, you know a, a okay. lot of these people be estimating till so after, they, look till after this tour is over till after this till tour, after is, tour is over because think about because think about it, taylor swift what made oh, like 2.2 billion from her tour Ooh. Ooh. yeah taylor t- did you see what she's doing like she she made the tickets affordable to everybody and she yeah. was some kids are going to be able to attend the concerts for free and I mean, I mean, they're doing a movie off the concert. I mean, it's, it's just crazy. It, look, she gave her tour staff like two million each. I know, for, I know, I saw that. I just saw for that. like yeah. thanks yeah. as a thank you gift. I'm yeah. like, come on, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I saw. I saw. Yeah. Crazy, yeah. crazy, crazy. So, but you know, there it is, folks. I mean, you know. uh, that's the richest black people in the world. Um, well, our United States anyway, in right. the United, United States, States right now. Okay. Uh, but we got, you know, we got one that's in the top 300. So that's good. I mean, you know, so that that's, was it one or two? We had one, right? Uh, one, yeah. Uh, yeah, one. Smith, right? One, yeah. Smith was the only one in the top 300. So, mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, hopefully we'll check that list again. We'll check that list again uh, next year and see if that's changed. And hopefully, uh, maybe maybe we'll get Leonard on that list. Never know. Uh, so, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Leonard gonna be on that list soon, y'all. Trust me. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Okay. So, all right. So we're gonna uh, switch up a little bit, and you know we got. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if anybody heard. Football season supposed to start this week, right? Yeah, it kicks yeah, off Thursday, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's that time of year. It's that time you of know, year. You know, of course, of course, college football kicked off this past weekend. Shout oh, out to man. Deion Did Prime it kick off in Sanders. a big way? Prime time? Yeah, <laughs> prime time. <laughs> I, guess, yeah. I, guess, I, I guess TCU know what time it is, huh? Okay. It's prime time. That's what time it is. Right? Like he said when he told he he told you, like he said he called out that one that one reporter that wrote all that trash about him. Like what? You yeah, believe me now? That's right. That's right. He said he said, Y'all know now, don't you? You know yeah. now, don't you? Yeah. And they got it look, they their first four games of the season are, are is rough, you know, because they play Nebraska next. I'm gonna you tell know, you, so. man. I'm gonna I'm gonna say this, ladies and gentlemen, for all the I'm pretty sure that all those who are sports fans is listening to the show right now. Um, know of course what happened this past Saturday. Colorado went into TCU. They were twenty one point underdogs and beat them. Um they Lee Corso, for those who watch uh college game day on ESPN like myself. Um I am a Corso fan. I'm not gonna say and say I'm not. I really I like his entertainment, like when you were crystal mascot hats on, all that kind of stuff. However, Corso said something that I was not happy with, to be honest with you. Now, Corso's 88, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, he's 88 he, years he old. Up there. Yeah. Um, he's had a couple soon. He's had a stroke. Um, and with all the most recent layoffs from ESPN, Keyshawn Johnson, Mark Jackson, and a lot of other African Americans that worked on ESPN, I was still shocked that Corso was still on here. Corso said, quote, he didn't like the tactics of Deion Sanders on how he got rid. Well, actually, he didn't get rid of those players. He allowed those players to leave, to clear it up. He saw what he did. He said the transfer portal was open. The transfer portal was open. And if you want to leave, there's the door. So the entire Colorado football team 
which mainly was all white, left. And Dion brought in his players from Jackson State with his son leading the way. Two of his sons. Two of his his sons. sons. Yes, two of his sons leading the way. And the results were what we saw this past Saturday. HBCU players. Now don't get me. Don't get base- me wrong. He still has a lot of white players on that team. Yes, don't he does. Get, don't get it wrong. The, the, he still has but a the, lot. The yeah. basin of this, and I know we're going to get into the, the 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 NFL part of all this, but the part of this that struck me was the fact that Corso clearly stated that he didn't agree with the tactics. There was no tactics. Deion Sanders walked him. in there. They they, they beat him. That's what they did. Deion Sanders walked in there and said. You guys have not won football games in the past four years. Y'all were one in eleven last year. We're gonna change all of that. But in order to change that, you gotta ride with me. If you don't want to ride with me, there's the door. So they left. Look what happened. Yeah. 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 So we'll see what happens when they play Nebraska on Saturday, because right now Colorado is a I think a eight point favor to win that game. Well, let let's just say this for those who are football fans out there. Okay, the team that 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 um, Colorado beat this past weekend was in the championship game in college football last year. TCU, one of the top scoring offenses in the in the country last year. Yes, sir. They they put up thirty eight points. This weekend, okay, they were not. They didn't come in there. They it's not like they didn't score. They did score. They actually scored late in the game when they thought the game was going to be over. But Colorado put up forty five points, and and they ended up winning the game. What was so unique is there was a a black kid from the HBCU playing quarterback. Shador San uh Shador, um Sanders, who threw for five touchdowns uh, four touchdowns, five touchdowns, and five hundred and ten yards. There was four guys playing receiver. All of them had over a hundred yards in reception. Don't forget the one who played both both and, sides. No, of don't worry. I, I no, I ain't there yet. <laughs> one of the receivers also played defense and had an interception. Yes, ma- yes, sir. Played both ways, 120 snaps in the game. That's unheard of. That's unheard of. Okay. Um, Deion's son, who plays defense, had 10 tackles, unassisted. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I mean, you know, these guys were balling, you know. And so, you know, um, so they could talk about, you know, these boys. One of the guys, the guy who played two ways, was the number one recruit in the country two years ago and chose Jackson State over everybody. Yeah, because matter of fact, okay. he, was, he, was, he was heavily recruited by Saban. Down Alabama. Yeah, yeah, that's what yeah. I'm saying. He was the number one recruit in the country and chose Jackson State, and everybody was trying to figure out why he chose Jackson State because Prime was there. Prime yeah. time was there, and he wanted to go play for him. And he mm-hmm. left Jackson State and followed him over there. To Colorado along with, and along with sixty-seven uh, other players. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so, so, um, so we just want to say hats off and yes, congratulations sir. to them. Now, it you're, it really doesn't really matter what happens the rest of the season. 
they made their point already. You know yeah, what I'm they, saying? Their points yeah. are already made. Yep. They made their point. Okay. Yep. All right. So I know we got off on uh, you know, tangent. Notice Leonard didn't say anything, people. Um so yeah, no. anyway, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know <laughs> my buddy. Um but we're going to get into the NFL. We got the NFL season get ready to start this week. Uh, yes. Matter of fact, I, oh, that reminder, I got to get my text out for the football league. Uh, I but, was wondering. I was going to ask you about yeah, that. Yeah, I got to <laughs> get that out. Yeah. Um, so, um, but we're going to talk briefly um, in reference. We're going to take a look at each conference and kind of um, go over who we think is going to win uh, each conference and then kind of make our pick as far as um, – the Super Bowl. Maybe we make a little prediction as far as who's going to end up in the Super Bowl. So, we're going to start off with the AFC East. Uh, The AFC East, for those um, who don't know, the AFC East is, uh, they consist of the Buffalo Bills, the Miami Dolphins, the New England Patriots, and the New York Jets. Now, this conference... Or Green Bay in New York. (laughs) Yeah. This conference, all of a sudden, has become a crazy tough and you know uh, conference all of a sudden because yes, now the dynamics have changed with uh, with um, you know uh, the Jets getting a new quarterback, um, the Patriots made some changes to their roster as well, um, bringing in um, Zeke, um, you know, and and. You know, did they get a new receiver too? If I'm not yeah, mistaken. they just picked up another. They just picked up another yeah. receiver too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, and of course, the Bills have been on top of that conference for the last couple of years. Um, and Miami Dolphins also um, had a great year last year. If they can keep their quarterback healthy, um, it could be a real interesting. It could be a real interesting conference this year. Yes. What's your thoughts on this conference, Tim? I like this conference. Um, the team that's scary in this conference, honestly, is Miami. Um, okay. For those who watch football, like me and Dave, we're we're avid football fans. You know, uh, Miami startup season last year six and zero. Okay. As Tua goes, they go. As soon as Tua got hurt, that's when Miami started. You know, reeling. Um, he had two what, the, the 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 concussions. I mean, again, if y'all follow football, y'all saw what happened. Um. Then he, you know, he played that Sunday with a concussion. They kind of sort of forced him back that Thursday night game. Boom, he had another one against Cleveland. You know, um, that conference right there is, um, as far as I'm concerned, is up for grabs. Everybody's yeah. really giving, they're giving it to the Jets because of, you know, and that bad man, Aaron Rodgers, and all his boys that he got over there. They came from Green Bay, come over to play with him. Mm-hmm. Um, until... I see what they do against Buffalo, which is their 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 Monday night game next week. I'm gonna I'm gonna honestly give that conference to the Bills. I think the Bills will go if they can stay healthy, Josh Allen and all of them. If Von Miller can come back on the defensive side of the ball, because he was balling for them until he got hurt. Yeah. Um, so I think if they and they got some corners, they still got this, everybody's still intact. Uh the young man who had this the the situation. Uh, went on the field last year. Yeah, he, um, he made the team. He made the team. Yeah, he made the team. Um, I think if they can stay healthy and run the table, yeah, I can see Buffalo winning that division. I really do. I see the Jets giving them fits. Um, if 
But I see Buffalo winning that division. I do. I do. Okay. Well, the Jets, the Jets got the offensive and defensive rookie of the year, and they got Dalvin Cook, and they got mm-hmm. Mr. Mr. Rogers. It's Mr. Rogers' neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think they're going to challenge the Bills as well. Um, I don't know. I, I, the Bills look kind of beatable last year and they, they, you know, um, you know, their quarterback didn't play as well down the stretch as he needed to play, you know, so I'm, I'm going to go with the Jets. I, I think the okay. Jets are going to pull this conference out. I'm going to be honest with you. So that's my choice. I think I'm going to go with the Jets, even though I'm not a big Rogers fan. Uh, but he looks like a whole different person. I watched a little bit of the Hard Knock series, and he just looks like he's he's ready to have fun this year. And you know, he, I think he needs to win another Super Bowl to really make his legacy look better. Than I mean, even though he's been a great quarterback, he only has one Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. So, and the sleeper yeah. in the conference, honestly, for me, is New England. Of course, you New know, England. I, yeah, my, my Eagles yeah. played. My Eagles played them Sunday. Yeah, um, and a lot of people saying that might be a loss, man. That might be a loss. I'm saying the same thing. I'm a diehard Eagles yep. fan, guys. For those who, who, who follow me on social media, know next Sunday I'll be well. Next Sunday I'll be someplace else watching the game with my baby girl because she's a diehard Eagles fan too. So you yep. know, usually yep. I'm either you're here in my house or, or at down Timothy's, shameless plug, <laughs> watching <laughs> the game. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, we'll yeah. see what happens. So that's that's my sleeper, my my, my sleeper right there. So what are we on okay. to next? Okay, the AFC North. Uh, AFC. That's yeah, that's the Ravens, the Bengals, uh, the Browns, and Pittsburgh. Ooh, tough division. That's a All tough division day. too. Yeah, smash mouth. Division. You got smash yeah. mouth football. Um, Cincinnati has kind of sort of ruled that division two years in a row. Baltimore should have been in there, but we know what happens with the Ravens. Yeah. As Lamar Jackson goes, so does the Ravens. Lamar Jackson goes down, the Ravens go down. Yep. Um now Lamar Jackson's got some weapons this year with, with um my man, um oh just my tip of my tongue. Uh you talking about um the receiver. Tip of my tongue. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. I can't you know think I'm talking about can't think of his name right now. All right. However, it'll come back. It'll come back. It'll, yeah, it'll go come ahead, back. Go ahead. Keep talking. Keep talking. But, but, Keep talking. But I don't really think the weapons that he has. He's got a whoop that just came out of Odell Alabama. Beckham. Odell Beckham. Beckham. Thank you. Thank you. So you got a whoop that just came out of Alabama. You got Beckham who's just coming off a severe knee injury, and no one has seen Beckham do anything. You know, Beckham was shopping himself around last year trying to get with somebody, and everybody was like, "Well, dude, we ain't seen no film." We don't know what you're doing. Okay, so Baltimore needed a receiver. They needed star power. They got it. Now, the rook on the other side, though, is coming from Alabama. That kid's serious. He's serious. He he reminds yeah. me a lot of um, the, the young man from Cincinnati. They're yeah. their number one receiver. DeMar. He reminds me of him. DeMar. So, yeah. DeMar so Chase, I, yeah. I, I look at this division – um, I'm gonna I'm gonna say Cincinnati again because Burroughs, you know, even though we know Burroughs is questionable for the for the home opener because of the hamstring, right? Um, but um, I'm gonna say Cincinnati again. Um, it's gonna be tight. It's not gonna be. It's not gonna be. They're not gonna just run away with division like they've been doing. If if but and I'm gonna say this but, ladies and gentlemen, if Lamar Jackson can stay healthy. 
Baltimore's going to take that division. They're going to take it. Okay. All right. And I'm going to go with uh, – I'm going to give Cincinnati this slight nod over Baltimore for the main reason of Burrow. If he if he comes back and and they you know he's already ahead of schedule already he's, mm-hmm. he's uh, practicing and everything and he got those two receivers he got Chase and Higgins um, both of them boys are bad yeah. um, so so um, I you know I I think it's going to be Cincinnati with Baltimore like chasing right behind them now mm-hmm. of course you know this is supposed to be a down year you know uh you know uh, we're not really expecting a lot from the Steelers and normally no, we're, when not. we're not paying attention to the Steelers that's when they surprise us so um hey give Tomlin know. credit we'll give Tomlin yeah. credit what credit is due yep that's right you know so so you know you can never count them fully out but uh but i think cincinnati's going to it's going to yeah. slip through I, I and do. i think Deshaun Watson is just taking money from he just took money from Cleveland i'm sorry even with CD Lamb, even with the receivers he's got and everything, the defense, I, I nah, I, I, I think I see them going like, I see them winning actually like six games, honestly. Okay, but I, I think he's going to be better than he was last year, though. Yeah, he's yeah but they're, they're not going to make no, no, no major waves. Oh, there, they, so. uh, no, I, they shouldn't make any noise. They shouldn't. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. all right, we're going to go to the AFC South. We got the Texans, the Colts, the Jaguars, and the Titans. Now, this is the least of the AFC division. Um, um, it's been like basically uh, it's basically been a one team runaway for the last couple of years. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Even though Jacksonville made a lot of noise last year, so mm-hmm. so who are you thinking coming out of this division? I'm going to take Jacksonville. And the reasons why is because of our old coach. Okay. Uh, Dougie Peters. Dougie P. Got that, yeah, <laughs> Dougie Peters got the young boy believing. He's got the young boy believing. And and we saw the playoff game last year. You know, yeah. for those who watched it against San Diego last year, the young boy showed up, showed out, and they pulled an upset because everybody had San Diego, well, excuse me, San Diego, the Chargers winning that football game. Yeah. And Jacksonville one and I mean I see them. They're young, they're vibrant. They 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 play loose. They remind me of my 2018 Eagles. That's that's who they they remind me of my my 2018 Eagles. They 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 play loose. They play they play free. Dougie Peterson has got them believing in themselves. So yeah, I'm looking at Jacksonville taking this division hands down, hands down. Okay, I yeah, I tend to agree with you about Jacksonville. I think the changing of the guard is is definitely happening in that division. Uh the Titans, uh, you know, they they were shopping Derrick Henry and you know, yeah. uh you know, they um I think they're well and they're talking about replacing them with the young running back that they got there. Um so yeah. um so I just think that, you know, it's probably going to be Jacksonville. And, you know, Doug Peterson definitely is 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 a smart guy and a great coach. And I think yeah, he, he's got that boy believing, um, the quarterback down there believing that he's going to be the man. So uh, oh, yeah. so I'm going with Jacksonville as well. So Yeah, and, uh, you know, and Indianapolis is going through the Taylor situation. I'm surprised he's not traded by now. Yeah, uh, well, and, you and ain't gonna play the first four games of the season, yeah, so yeah. So, yeah. and we all know that Houston's in a rebuild. So, I mean, yeah. you know, yeah. So we'll we'll see we'll see what happens. We'll see. So, 
Mm-hmm. The AFC West. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> you got yeah. the Broncos, the Chiefs, the Raiders, and the Chargers. I'm going to start with Denver. Now, Denver's not going to win this division. I'm going to say that flat out. Sorry for the Denver fans that's listening right now. Denver's not going to win this division. Um, I think even with Sean Payton there, everybody said he has to fix Russell Wilson. There was nothing wrong with Russ. It was just the coach. They had a mm-hmm. bad coach. There's yeah. nothing wrong with Russ. It was just the coach. Will they make some noise in the division? I see them going eight and eight, honestly. I see them, I see them going eight and eight. Um I see, of course, the Chiefs with 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 Patrick and the rest of the good group probably winning this division again. Um I see Los Angeles possibly, possibly upsetting Kansas City. Um because this is the one thing that I will say about the Chargers that if who the Charger fans is out there, think about this. Chargers are cheap. They were one of the cheapest teams in the entire league. They've never paid anybody. Never. To give that boy $200 million, Justin Herbert, that must tell you something. They're trying to win. They're trying to win now. Um, so, you know, he's got some weapons. Um, they can make some noise. They got a pretty stout defense out there. Uh, the Raiders are in influx. I don't know what the Raiders are doing, to be honest with you. So, I see, I see the Chiefs winning this division, and the Broncos coming out this division as a wild card. Okay, all right. I, I, well, you know, I, look, if it ain't fixed, and it, it, I mean, if it ain't broke, go fix don't it. Fix it. I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm going with the Chiefs. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. So, I mean, you know, I mean, they're definitely the class of the division. So, and right now they know how to win. So, yes, sir. All right, we're going to go over to the NFC and go through the NFC. Let's see. I'm going to start with the NFC West. We're going to go West first. Okay. Uh, we got the Cardinals, the Rams, the 49ers, and the Seahawks. Okay, so let's start with these 49ers. You see, they basically told the brother, bye. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So they yeah. shipped the brother out, um, and they're going to go with Brock Purdy. Now, my Eagles fans, y'all see what we did to Brock Purdy last year. Yep. Yeah, Brock Purdy didn't see nothing like what he saw, what, what happened to him last year. You know, my man Jason Reddick in the good group took him out. Except um, one of we, the guys, one of the guys that was rushing him now plays for them. Now, yeah, one of the guys, yeah, now Hargrove actually plays for them now. Yeah. Um, yeah. I see San Francisco winning this division easily. I see the Rams on a dial spiral, unfortunately, because I like them. I like the coach, um, but um, <coughs> excuse me. Yeah, I see San Francisco win this division hands down. Yeah, they should. They should. Yeah, with uh, the Seahawks, probably Seahawks probably make the playoffs, but they won't. They won't win the division. So, um, um, and the Cardinals are just pathetic, and they they're going to be even worse with the coach that they got. Anyway, um, won't say anything else about that. Um. Uh, Let's move to the yeah. NFC South. <laughs> we got the Falcon, the Falcons, the Panthers, the Saints, and the Buccaneers. Ooh. This division, oh, this whole division needs to be turned upside down, man. For real. <laughs> That's the worst division in football, it's, right there. It's right got to be the worst division yeah. in football, honestly. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. I mean, yeah. I really feel, you know, for those folks who are, you know, 
fans of each one of these teams. Um, somebody's got to win division. Somebody. Last year it was Tampa Bay, just by the skin of their teeth. Um, somebody's got to win this division. I see. I'm gonna go out right and say the Saints. And the reason why I'm saying the Saints is Derek Carr. Yeah. Carr is a proven winner. Uh he knows that offense. Um, he's got some weapons. Um, he's they, New Orleans got a stout defense. They know how to play. Um, they they they, you know, car if car can be manageable, um, you know, give me a line of say. 19 out of 27 for maybe 250 and two touchdowns, which mm-hmm. I know was saying a lot. Um, they can they can win some games. I see them going like I can see them winning nine games and and making the playoffs and winning the division. Mm-hmm. Everybody else says yeah. the rebuild. Every last one, especially yeah. Tampa Bay. And and uh, you know, I mean the Panthers. I mean, you know, they got Bryce Young and they also got uh. They got uh, Sanders um, from um, Philadelphia, um, mm-hmm. you know, the running back. So, uh, but I don't think they're going to have enough to to make the noise that they need to make in order to win that division. So, yeah. I'm going to go with the Saints as well. So, yeah. we'll see what happens. So, yeah, we'll see what happens. Um, NFC North: the Bears, the Lions, the Packers, and the Vikings. Well, we will see. Those Bears, uh, Sunday early. Um, <clears throat> I like that young boy though. You know, that young boy surprised a lot of people last year. Yeah. Um, yeah. unfortunately, they didn't have he didn't have no weapon. He got nothing either. around him. He ain't got nothing around him. If his offensive line can keep him up, I can see Chicago winning more than four games this year. Honestly, mm-hmm. with 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 that bad man Rogers now being a Jet, and them handing the keys of the squad to uh. To love, which if you didn't know, ladies and gentlemen, he's, he's this, good though. Love he's is good. good. This kid is yeah, really, good. really good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I do see Minnesota coming out of this division. I know everybody's like, "What? Tell me, crazy Detroit, Detroit." Uh, I know Detroit won eight of the last nine games last year. Barely made, missed the playoffs by what a touchdown? If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they missed the playoffs last year by a touchdown. Um. I, I can see – I see Minnesota winning this division. It's not going to be easy. Detroit's going to have something to say about that. Detroit's got a pretty good schedule this year. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, everybody's thinking Kansas City's going to beat them come Thursday. I got more money on Detroit, to be honest with you. Okay. I got my, yeah. I got. I see Detroit pulling an upset and beating the, the Chiefs on Thursday. Okay. I see it happen. So – but you got the Vikings winning the division. But I got the Vikings winning the division, unfortunately. Yeah, I do. I got the Vikings winning the division. All right. Well, I'm going with I'm going with the Lions. Um, I think the Lions have I I I I I like their coach and I think he's got got them guys um playing good ball. I wonder mm-hmm. if they're gonna miss uh Swift though. That's gonna be interesting if they're gonna miss him or not. Um, you know, that running backs they had I think they're doing running back by committee this year. Yeah, yeah, I know. And and they and that's that's probably smart for them, but mm-hmm. I just think that I I just think that they got enough if they stay healthy to be able to challenge and win that division. So, um, but you know the Vikings is definitely the the team that they definitely going to be fighting it out with. So I definitely yeah. see that. Okay, now, now now 
now like like girls like sidebar if um my man if um the quarterback for the Vikings oh god my man what's his name cousins oh, cousins cousins if cousins yeah. goes down if he goes down or he has yeah. a, a, a he has a subpar for like the first four games yeah and he's subpar and Detroit's winning some football games yeah yeah it's gonna yeah. be tough it's gonna be tough yeah it's gonna be tough. And finally, coming to our division, uh, the NFC East, we got the uh, the Giants, the Eagles, uh, the Washington Commanders, and that other team. Yeah, I can't say the other team. My wife's, yeah, yeah, no, my wife's a diehard team. fan of the yeah, other team. Yeah, yeah. And she's sitting there looking at me. She's going to throw something at me right say, now. So. Yeah, we can't. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I know. She shouldn't be listening. She should not be listening to this part right here because she's no, not going to want to hear what we have to say. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to actually start. I'm actually going to start with the Cowboys. And the reason why I'm going to start with the Cowboys is because, of course, Dak Prescott. Um, we all know, for those who have been keeping an eye on what's going on out there, Dallas traded and got Trey Young. Trey Young was the quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers, went down the first game of the season uh, with a, what you, an ACL injury. It was ACL, right? If yep. I'm not mistaken. Okay, goes down with ACL. Um, they actually, San Francisco actually made, they, they made him a starting quarterback. He went down and then they traded him over to Dallas. Now, was this a shock? Yeah, it was. I was shocked. I was like, whoa. Um, but it's funny because those who are diehard Cowboys fans, like my wife, and I'm a diehard football fan, so I watch all games, but I'm watching the Cowboys and we see how Dak was last year. Got hurt. The thumb. Um, the backup came in, won what five games for them? Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, he won five games for them. That yeah, they lost, he only lost one game. He only lost one game against again that again that I forget was it was it us that beat them? Uh, yeah. Yeah, he lost he lost to uh Yeah, we beat him. Yeah, yeah we, we beat him. him. Yeah, we beat him. So the cow right now, Dak is under the biggest microscope ever. He really is, and everybody knows it. Diehard Cowboys fans have to admit it. You 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 can't you can't deny it. He is under a huge microscope. If he comes out throwing picks like he did last year, and if Trey Young is prepared. They gonna make a switch. They gonna make a switch. I, I we we see it. You 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 see it's going it's going to happen. Now with Kellen going, you know, with the offensive coordinator now in charges, calling plays over there. JJ has given coach the opportunity to call his own plays. Let's see what happens. Well, it's going to be interesting, and actually, you know. I want them to go ahead and make the switch and definitely uh, do whatever they want to to mess up that team. So it's fine with me. <laughs> My wife is laughing so, at you right now. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. Whatever they, whatever they need to do. It, it's never been a team, and Leonard and I have talked about this many times. There's never been a team in any sport, and I'm, a, I'm I watch it, just about everything. I'm a, I've always been a sports person. Mm-hmm. I watch just about everything. I've never disliked the team more. And uh, you know, you know, I love your wife, you know that. So I know. I'm, I'm just gonna say that. 
I've never disliked a team more than I like than I dislike the Dallas Cowboys. I don't care what sport it is. Mm-hmm. I've never disliked the team more than that. The very first football game I ever watched was the Baltimore Colts against the Dallas Cowboys in the Super Bowl. And I just remembered I was I was a kid at the time watching it with my father. And I just remember the Cowboys wore white that particular day. Um and I just remember how I mean, no, I'm sorry. The Colts wore white that day. Cowboys wear their blue uniform. And I just remember how dirty the Colts were and the Cowboys uniforms were not that dirty at all. <laughs> I'm like, who who is this team? You know, that they yeah. they can't get dirty or whatever. I just never disliked them from that point on. Just the fact that the Colts I became a Colts fan because of that, you know. So um for so, me it's been for me it's been the way they treated Jimmy Johnson, honestly. Oh yeah, I they're mean, I've always had, I always had respect for them until the way they treated Jimmy Johnson. Yeah, I, I, I yeah. all respect for them since then. And they're still treating them bad, you know. So yeah. that's a whole nother story. So, mm-hmm. but of course, you and I are going to pick the Eagles to win this division. Of course, you know. But, we can't... but as as me and you have talked, and we talked about this, I yeah. said, and I'm a diehard Eagles fan. For those who know, I'm a diehard. I see my team starting off 500, 4 and 4. I mean, 2 and 2. I do. Yeah. Um, and, and the reason why is because we 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 made some changes. We we lost we lost a couple of players. We made a lot of changes. Right? Not some we changes. Made we made a lot of changes. We made a lot of changes. Yes, we made a lot of changes. Our decent our defense has gotten very, very young. Um, you know, we still have Brandon Graham, we still have Fletcher Cox anchoring everybody. Um, however, they we've we've been nicknamed the, the SEC of the Northeast, the Georgia the Georgia Pups. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we got we have a young defense, which for me is scary, because these kids, even though they were quote NFL ready, they've not played an NFL game until Sunday. You know, they will see just how fast it really is. Um, New England is going to come at them. Because they got nothing to lose. Us on the other hand, we got a lot to prove. I see the Eagles going first four games playing 500, 500 football. Um, the sleeper in this entire division is the Giants. It really is. It's the Giants. Okay. Okay. I, right. I, I see I see the Giants making some noise. They made some noise last year. They, a lot of people taking notice, like we were taking notice, even though we literally ran away with the division. We were still taking notes, like still looking over our shoulder, like, yo, what's up with them? You know. Well, well, we're we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do this because uh, um oh, and I know we're getting short on time too. So yeah. we're gonna wrap it up with this. We're gonna say, because you and I, I know we're gonna have there's gonna be some challenges along the way because of all the changes that have been made. But of course, I'm going with the Eagles, you're going with the Eagles. I'm putting the Eagles in the Super Bowl, who you putting okay. them against I'm putting them against the Chiefs or Cincinnati? One of those two. I'm going to say the Eagles and the Cincinnati Bengals in the Super Bowl with the Eagles winning that Super Bowl by a field goal. Oh, yeah, definitely. The Eagles get to the Super Bowl this year. They ain't yeah. losing this year. Yeah, they're not. Yeah, they're going to they get to the losing. game. Yeah, they, they, gonna they know the better. And, and they're going to win that game by a field goal. Okay. All right. All right. So there you have it, folks. That's our view of um, how the season's going to go, what we're thinking so far as far as the NFL season. And um, 
we're going to uh, go ahead and get to Dave's corner real quick because um, I know Leonard don't want to go anywhere without hearing that, right, Leonard? Uh, of course you know, not. Quiet, of you, course know, not. you notice how quiet he was the whole time, by the way. But anyway, we didn't address I, him. I put it on mute. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, all right, let's get the day's quarter right quick, and then we'll get this. Then we'll go ahead and finish up the show. Uh, day's corner question uh, for you guys: A genie offers you five hundred k to spend one month. Um. Uh, to spend uh, spend a month physically as a woman, along with everything that comes along with being a woman, would you do it? Oh, uh, yes. Let's go with you first, Tim. Okay, so a genie offers me five hundred thousand dollars to spend one month physically as a woman. Yeah, with all along that comes with being a woman. Yeah, one whole month now. Keep in mind, a whole month. A, a month? Yes. Excuse my French, but hell no. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no. Wait, look, I see all the stuff my wife goes through. I got yeah. three daughters. No, I'm good. <laughs> okay. I'm good. All right. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> okay. All right. So Tim says no. What'd you say, Glenn? So for $500,000. I'm gonna do it, Tim. You're a better man than me, yeah. not me, bro. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna take some of that five hundred thousand. I'm gonna book me a little vacation. I'm gonna lay up on the beach, drink some mai tais, eat some good food. Um, probably the worst part of that month would be uh the the menstrual cycle. But yeah, um, there you go. Yeah, exactly. There, there yeah. you go. There you go. Yeah. But and but uh, other than that, yep. I'm I'm, I'm gonna and do it. Mm-mm, bro, like man, look, the, the women talk about oh my boobs hurt, and, and, and all that. <laughs> they talk about then, then they get moody, then they gotta come home. And, now, now keep in mind, you talking about physically as a woman, now, you walking around and guys looking at you like, hey, come here, fat thing, oh, you're sexy thing. <laughs> you, know, you know how us men can be. Calling call, call, call me all kinds of names and everything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, I think I'm with Tim. I, I don't think I can do it. <laughs> I don't think I can do it. I think I'm with nah, Tim. no way in the world I can do it. So, yeah, hold on, okay. so Dave, you you doing it or not doing it? No, no, I don't think I can. Are you do not it. doing it? I really? Oh, no, man. no, I, I don't think I can go through all that. Y'all, y'all, y'all some suckers. Oh, y'all, y'all, <laughs> y'all, y'all gotta get look, it done. Look, 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 you just, look, 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 you just I'm said, I'm going to borrow the money you would go when you get that five hundred thousand, I'm getting some of you. <laughs> hey, you just say you gonna take that five hundred thousand and you're gonna go to an island somewhere. <laughs> yeah. hey, 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 Tim, I'm sure your wife would say, Tim, you better take that money. <laughs> you better take that money. <laughs> she, she was over here giving me the cut though, like uh uh-uh, uh. She? she like uh uh-uh, no. <laughs> anyway, well, there you have it, folks. There, there you know, Leonard, Leonard's the one that has the money, so we know where to get money from when we need it. You know, because Leonard's going to have it. So, but uh, we want to take the time to thank you guys and thank Tim for coming on the show. Tim, why don't you Hi. give your uh, how people can contact you if they need to contact you and everything? Yes, sir. You guys can contact me on Facebook. You know, my government name is Tim Bayard or Tim Bayard. Um, I do have my, my Facebook page, my DJ Tim Dog Facebook uh, group. Uh, damn, it's my group. Uh, my grown folks group page. There it is. 
um, which I've been getting a lot of new members. So all my new members, thank you so much for uh, joining my page. That's why I tell everybody the events I got coming up. Um, shameless plug number two, uh, we have an event coming up with uh, Mr. Leonard Young in October. So you guys be on the lookout for that. And um, me and Mr. Me and Mr. Coker, we have we are with Mr. Coker's permission. Can I say this real fast on the show, sir? Yeah, with your permission. Go ahead, go ahead. Ladies and gentlemen, those who remember Workers' Night Out, we are we are bringing it back out. Yes, sir. We are doing it uh, in November. So uh, just follow me on social media. I'll be doing the soft buzz on that. So uh, be on the lookout for that. It's coming up real soon in November. Mr. Young, we're going to be doing something with him in October. And last but not least, I will be performing at the End Zone this September the 15th. The End Zone is located in Smyrna, Delaware. I'll be down there for a grown folks night out. So looking forward to coming down there for everybody. Okay. All right. Great, great. And I just wanted to say uh, once again, um, last week uh, we gave, uh, we put out there special prayers to, for Tim and his family in reference to his daughter, um, who's, you know, dealing with uh, some health issues at this moment and just keep him and his family in prayers, everyone. Um, you know, um, we definitely, we definitely want the doctors to get this right and to get her well. Okay. Uh, and, so, and for all those who follow me on social media, uh, on behalf of myself, my wife, my, my 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 daughter's mom, and my baby girl, my Avenger, I appreciate your prayers, the hugs when you see me. Uh, we gonna beat this. We gonna beat this. And for those who know, I'm, I'm transparent. My daughter is battling leukemia. Leukemia. Um, she does need a full bone marrow transplant. So. Um, um, I get emotional when I talk about my baby girl because that's my heart. Um, my wife knows that you know I've been a roller coaster with this whole this whole um, ordeal, but um, we we gonna be all right. We gonna be all right. My baby girl keeps telling me, "Dad, keep doing what you do. You make people <laughs> laugh and smile." So, but it's hard. And like I yeah. said, if y'all read my post the other day, y'all read. You know, I try to give when I'm performing, I give it 100. percent And I know I haven't been giving 100 percent for these past couple of events. And again, I publicly apologize for that, but um, I got a lot on my mind. It's hard to make people, you know, dance and do the wobble and all that kind of stuff when my daughter is fighting for her life. So, right, right, I'm doing what the best I can. So, I appreciate the hugs and the prayers and everything. So, I appreciate y'all. Thank y'all so much. And Leonard, thank you so much for the text message the other day. I appreciate oh, yeah. that, man. Thank you so much. I truly appreciate it. Thank you. Oh, yeah, definitely. And, uh, you know, our, our prayers are with you too. Um, so of course you already know if you need anything from me and Dave, you can always reach out. Yes, I appreciate. It. Just sometimes, just you know, just Dave will call me like Dave called me the other day. I was in the hospital with my baby girl. He heard him. He heard me in the background mm-hmm. talking to the doctors. <laughs> so yeah, so. yeah, yeah. So yep, that's right. So yeah, so we got you. Don't worry about that, man. So all right, appreciate y'all. Thank you. Okay. Well, we want to take the time to thank everyone who's listening. Um, Thanks for joining us, joining us again. Um, we always appreciate when you guys take time to stop by and listen to our show. We'll um, be talking to you again real soon. And we want to say, oh, Leonard, you got anything to add before we? Okay, go go ahead. Yeah, go, no, go, go ahead, Dave. Words. words. Yep. Um, okay. Just want to thank everyone for listening. Make sure you, you catch us on Friday. Okay. Hold up, we say Dave. Leonard Simmons right there for you. Well, that's Leonard Simmons. Okay, all right.
<laughs> anyway, well, next week, right. another edition of oh, News and Trends with your host, Abe and Lynn. Okay. Take care. Good night, everybody.